The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The Summit Lighthouse brings you practical spiritual answers and is the open door to sacred mysteries. These teachings, delivered by Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet, are compelling, thought-provoking, and timeless. Here are your hosts, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. And welcome, everyone, and thank you for joining us on The Open Door, the online voice of the Summit Lighthouse, where we publish and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters and where we invite you to awaken to the light within. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Terry Kennedy. And I'm Sid Bennett. And we are going today to kind of, more than usual, be prompted by the Holy Spirit because we thought at the end of the year, here we're moving into the Christmas season and the new year, we just kind of present somewhat of a buffet, an Ascended Master smorgasbord, (laughs) whatever you want to call it. This is going to be uh, on topics that, of course, you know, probably if you've listened to us for any length of time. And uh, we'll just talk about a lot of different things that kind of, you know, prompting from our hearts, if you will. And before we go there, um, I want to say thank you to all of you. Uh, we had another great month of uh, listenership, thanks to you all, and the live shows continue to grow. We're very grateful and humbled by your tuning in to us. And at this point in time, we've now been listened to more than 6.5 million times. That, that, wow. that's, that's pretty amazing. That's amazing. And that's because that's 12 of you are tuning in all the time. <laughs> No, but really, truly, thank you so much. I mean, we, we are sincere in expressing that gratitude, and it's, it's, I don't want to sound facetious about it because I really mean it. It, yeah. it. it touches all of us to know that we are touching you and that uh, you are having the opportunity to touch the hem of these teachings, which we live. This is what we do. Yeah. This is what we do. We, this is what we do. Yeah. So, Sid, you mentioned something before we went on the air. You wanted to maybe kind of cover a general topic. Well, you, start no, a- you know, it's two days before Christmas as we're recording this, and whenever you're hearing it, it's hopefully Christmas all the time in terms <laughs> of celebrating the birthday of the Christ. But, you know, I did hear something on the news yesterday about ISIS or IS or whatever you call mm-hmm. and and just unspeakable things that they're doing with Christian churches they captured over there. And, I, I you know, I thought for a moment, you know, we – we insulate ourselves from the world to a certain extent because we have to. In other words, we have responsibilities day to day, whether it's job or school or family or whatever. And so at a certain point, you have to kind of insulate yourself from the pain of the world. But, you know, there are times when maybe we have to let that pain in just a little bit because it gives us a greater compassion, a greater understanding that God is in pain on this planet, embodied in his sons and daughters and children, and they are, you know, in pain. And so therefore God is in pain. And so it does, it can become overwhelming when we think about this because there is so much um, burden upon the people of God upon this planet. And yet I remember the, the, you know, the words of uh, Mother Teresa, you know, you, this is a slight paraphrase, but you know, you can't do great things. You can only do little things with great love. And it's a choice that we can make to be that focus of God's love, that instrument of God's love, and little things that we do simply as a statement, as an antithesis to the darkness that is 
on parts of this planet and that certain people, individuals have chosen to manifest. It's like a statement affirming life and affirming God. It's the choice of love, which we can choose each day how we express that. And so whether it's a simple prayer, whether it's helping someone in need, whatever it might be, it's choosing to be that focus of love and of light. And of course, we try to do that every day of our lives. But I think of the saints and you know, the Catholic Church and other religions, you know, that have felt the pain of the world, but they love so much that they're willing to bear that pain. And so I'm just opening up my heart today and saying if we perhaps would be willing to bear just an increment more of that pain, that maybe that way God could help more people. And it's, it's, it's a way of, as I said, taking a stand or making a statement for what is the antithesis of what we see so much on this planet. So, um, you know, I just share that from my heart today because um, I think all of us have felt overwhelmed at times on how can we really make a difference in this world. Well, you know, I, I think it goes without saying that we do agree with that, you know, that as a group we, we're on the same page. And it is really kind of an eye-opener to realize that what we take for granted can be dangerous for people in different parts of the world to believe. You know, this is kind of a segue into one of the topics we wanted to cover today because you hear us say all the time, we invite you to awaken to the light within. You awaken to that light within your heart. And it's the heart that you're talking about, Sid, that we can open, we can make more available, that as we go about our daily lives, we can be sending out ripples of, of love, of light, of goodness, of kindness, of gratitude, and forgiveness. And we look at the situations in the other parts of the world where they don't have those very simple, very basic freedoms. I mean, it's, it's, it's easy to forget because, as you said, you use the word, I think, insulated or isolated. It's easy for us to not see that or touch it because every day in our lives we don't. And when, and when we do that, it displaces the darkness. I mean, it's hard to imagine that, like what you say, Sydney. When we do all these wonderful, uh, godly things according to God's will, it will it will actually push that darkness back to some degree. I well, mean, that's that's a hard thing to imagine, but you, you because you look at that terrorism that's going on. But the 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 more we become heart centered and Christ like, it will displace that. Well, it's an equation of light and darkness on this planet. The more light that is embodied here through God's sons and daughters and children it displaces more darkness. You know, the darkness cannot know the light. It's, it's gone mm-hmm. when there's increased light. And that's, if we want to see the golden age on this planet, which is the divine plan for planet Earth, then there has to be greater light. And, you know, it's, we, of course, use the science of the spoken word because there are scientific formulas for drawing down great amounts of light and for protection and so forth. And the more love we put into those, the more powerful they are. So, so the, the fact is we can make a difference individually on this planet. And I think, as you suggest, Tom, awaken to the light within. God within us can make a difference if we choose to do so. And it's not just a, a mechanical thing or, or anything. It's when we endow these words and these prayers and these decrees with great love, then great light comes forth. And, and we don't know what God can do with that light, but we know it makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Well, you mentioned um, sometime back, and I think we've actually mentioned it more than once, and remind me, if you would, when one person is decreeing, they can basically ignite a, a many, many souls, or perhaps that's not the correct word, but they can influence that by one person's stalwart service in, in terms of decrees, a million people yeah, it's, can it's, be held. It's, the, it's the, the balance can be held. Yeah. Because of the multiplication of, of the decrees by dispensations, by the ascended masters and, and of God, 
there's a tremendous power there if we invoke it with humility, all the while knowing that God is the doer. This is not something our human consciousness has conjured up or our ego. I mean, that's a block, if anything. (laughs) But if we choose to exercise our free will, which is supreme on this planet, and draw forth that light, then we are going to make a difference. God is going to make a difference through our decrees, our actions, our words. In other words, we become an instrument of God's light. And that, of course, is all we've talked about all these 150-plus shows mm-hmm. is putting on our Christhood, increasing the light in our beings, anchoring and focusing the will of God where we are. It affects people around us at inner levels throughout this planet. And I, I think, you know, if we have a perspective of this and an understanding that God through us can do these great things, um, then we won't lose hope. We won't get discouraged or we won't be so burdened that we just kind of say, well, what's the use? There's a great use. Mm-hmm. Every time we do something, every time we invoke light, it makes a difference on this planet. And again, the reminder goes out that we all have a Christ self and an I am presence. We have an individualized manifestation of God within each of us. And this is not some distant reality. This is present reality. This is in us right now, this instant. And when we are doing what we do, we are doing it with God's energy. Yeah. And, and, and this is... And this is what you just said is what uh, has been kept from us for eons uh, <laughs> by those who have manipulated, controlled scripture and one thing and another. We've talked about that before many times. But just like when I first came, uh, became knowledgeable of these teachings, that was, that was quite a revelation that I had a Christ self. It was... <laughs> It was right here, it was yeah. just above my head, so to speak, right. and I had this mighty I am presence, which was identical to God. I couldn't, I couldn't uh, access it directly, but I had to go through the Christ, which was the mediator. Mm-hmm. So you got this, you got this wonderful figure eight flow with that, Christ in the middle, with yeah. Christ in the middle, and and for those of you that want one of these charts of the presence, uh, just email us and we'll we'll send you something. I suppose it's can- got. We can do a thought form. We consider it as a PDF, probably, if nothing else. Yeah, yeah. So this this chart of the presence is a picture of your divine self, mm-hmm. and and that when you know that, that's powerful. Well, it is. It's it's when you've been told you're a worthless sinner, <laughs> and only because Jesus took your sins away could you even get into heaven. I mean, that's a mindset there. Yeah, you know. And I'm not. You know, there are many very devout and wonderful Christians that are that do great things. Uh, in this world through their devotion and love, even though their theology may not be what, what, is, what is absolutely accurate. But I, I think it's an understanding that there's tremendous power here. If we're willing to walk the path, God will give us that power, will work, use that power through us, you know, as we prove ourselves. We talk about passing our tests uh, mm-hmm. a few shows, you know. God's not going to give you more light than you can handle. Uh, he doesn't want you to lose. He doesn't want you to make you know karma by misusing it. So as we demonstrate a certain level of mastery and put on more of our Christ consciousness, then more light will come forth in your being and world and on this planet. And if if not for yourself, if not for your families, and for the so many precious people of God on this planet that have not the truth, have not the knowledge, and are literally on a survival basis, whether it's physically, emotionally, or spiritually, on a daily basis, and so. As we draw forth light, what a gift to the Christ child. Oh, what a gift to Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, and those in every religion, to Gautama Buddha, and those that stand for this, the truth throughout the ages, is to give, draw forth that light. And you know what? It also affects us as it affects others. 
And that's the, that's the joy of this. And, you know, we talked about the pain of the world, and there is pain in the world, and the saints have borne that pain. And yet it is still the path of joy for them because they know people are being helped and they feel a greater presence of God. Indeed. As we let go of this human, there's some place for God to come in. You know, and I, I think of St. Catherine of Siena, you know, Oh my Jesus, thou the all, I the nothing. In other words, the Christ in us is the all. This human has got to go because it doesn't do anything. We're never going to perfect it. We still have an identity in God. We're not our human personality. And so we're trying to, like Jesus, walk the earth as a Christed one. That's our goal. Perhaps not with his attainment, but certainly that's what he wanted us to, to, to know about his path. You are intended to walk this just as I am walking it. And, and mastery is relinquishing the human ego in deference to the divine ego. Yeah. You know, before we take a break here, we have a little acronym. We'll come back to this in the second segment. This kind of helps to put this in perspective, perhaps, as a process, and it's simply A-C-T, ACT. The A is for awaken to the light within. We've, you've heard us say that many, many times. Awaken to this Christ self and your I am presence, this individualized manifestation of God within. The C is connect or contact. That once you know you have this inner part that is the divine part of you, connect with it, talk with it, practice being with it. And then the T a little trickier here, is think God's thoughts. More on that after our break. So just come back to us. And we'll, we'll talk about ACT, awaken, connect, and think like God. So we're going to take a little break right now. We'll be back before you know it. Please stay with us. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, Go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self. Today, thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality. And you can too. The Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West from all major religions and spiritual paths. They have walked where you walk and understand the challenges you face. And their teachings are always practical. By applying the science of the spoken word through verbal prayers called decrees, the masters teach us how to harness the healing power of the violet flame and other spiritual energies to transform our lives and our world. On The Open Door, it is our goal and great joy to bring you ascended master teachings that you can apply in your life right now. 
To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And welcome back, everyone. Thank you for staying with us. You are tuned to The Open Door from the Summit Lighthouse. And today, a couple days before Christmas, as our live show is being broadcast, we're talking about all things under the sun, S O N. This is the Ascended Master Sampler, if you will. <laughs> and, um, I'm glad you didn't call the potpourri. I know. So. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, before we went to our break, we introduced a little acronym to kind of help peg some of this process so you can kind of keep it in your mind and in your heart. And that was ACT, or ACT. And the A was for awaken, that is as in awaken to the light within. The C as in connect to that that uh, light within, that Christ self and your I am presence. And the T was think, as in think God's thoughts. And uh, when we went to the break, Sid mentioned that, you know, we, you know, we think, in this, in this case, we're talking about thinking through your heart, not through your head. And the ACT is just a little device to kind of help you remember that as you go through your life, you can have all three parts of this, this equation active whenever you want it to be. So on that note, anything you want to add? You know, I think it's, it's, it's an awareness, and we talk about awaken the light within. We have to know the light is within to begin with, and, then, and you need to know it needs to be awakened. In other words, there is an action part of that. Act. You have to do something. Knowledge in and of itself doesn't do anything for us. It's <laughs> only when we put it into practice and into play. And um, I think it's so important because we hear all these voices in the world, you know, that, you know, you want to seek pleasure and good times and you know, et cetera, et cetera, and this is what life is all about and fancy cars or whatever it is. And, and to say, hey, hey, wait, no, that's not what life is about. Life is about understanding who I am, where I came from, where I'm going, and how to get there. And, you know, it's not, you know, life is not a spectator sport. It's action, act. And that is how we make progress. That is how we make a difference in the world. That is how we become more of God, more awakened within and what happens is, you know, momentum gathers onto itself. And so as we have spiritual momentum and spiritual growth, as we invoke more light, it attracts more light and we grow. And, you know, you can see a really a way home, really out of this morass, not only personally on planet Earth, but for the, the nations of the world. Yeah, you know, and the masters remind us that as we begin to awaken, it's not a sudden experience. I mean, we awaken gradually many cases because we're awakening from a very long dream. We've been stuck in the human consciousness for, who knows, eons, thousands of lifetimes. And, you know, uh, <laughs> as I was uh, thinking about this, this whole, uh, before the program, this whole topic that we're covering right now, I was thinking, some of our listeners are thinking, well, how, how can I become more aware? How can, what, what can I actually do to become more aware and more awake? And the and, connecting part. Uh, yeah, and... And so I was reflecting on my own life when I first found these teachings, and I realized 
When I learned, uh, you know, the, we've had programs about substance abuse. When mm-hmm. I realized that there were things that I was doing, smoking cigarettes, for instance, I actually had quit uh, before I found the teachings, but I was still drinking uh, alcoholic beverages. I was performing in the nightclubs, and that just seemed to go along with it. Um, but I started, this is what people can do, our listeners can do. If you're smoking cigarettes, that, that, if you can eliminate that, it will make you, it will purify your mental body so that you can become more aware. Actually, things will, become, will, will come to you. You will go, oh, wow. And then as you eliminate the alcoholic beverages, you are purifying your emotional body. That's the water body. And so as you work these things, you know, and then there are things in the physical, you know, the sugars and one thing or another. As we go through this, we become a more purified vessel, and then mm-hmm. increment by increment, we, we kind of wake up and we go, oh, wow. We become more aware. This, of course, we talk mm-hmm. about the violet yeah. flame, yeah. which is the you know, cosmic eraser, if you want to, is a term that's been used in that. In other words, first of all, it will repolarize energy that we have sent forth that's negative, our negative karma, mm-hmm. before it comes back onto us and the full brunt of it. Secondly, as you suggested, Terry, it purifies our aura, you know, doing things. Things physically to change diet or habits or whatever has a physical impact on us. Right. And the violet flame, for instance, can purify that aura from, you know, sort of muddiness or murkiness. And all of a sudden, whoa, I can see clearly. Yeah. You know, I, I love, I've always loved the Salvation Army. And they have a, they have a mantra, it's soap, soup, and salvation. <laughs> and so, you know, you think of the violet flame as the, as the soap, you know, that cleans us up, you know, then purifies us. And then soup, of course, you, the nourishment, the teaching, the bread of life, the understanding of God. And then salvation, which is, you know, illumination. It's in, in, enlightenment. Yep. And so all these things work together. And, of course, what conspires against them? Think mm-hmm. about that. As you all, suggest. All the substances. Diet, alcohol, nicotine. Marijuana is one of the worst because it takes away our desire to be anything. It's right. just you just become so yin uh, or so yang, I guess, is the, the no, yin. That's it's right. probably yin, yeah. 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 <laughs> that, that you become so passive that you can't do anything. So we take care of our physical form. We take care of our spiritual form. And if you're thinking, you know, what's the matter, God? I pray every day and I don't hear you. Well, maybe you don't hear him because you've built all this effluvia around you. Right. You know, that prevents the light of God from coming in. So we take our first steps in physical uh, purification, soul purification, the way we live, the way we act. This is a path. We walk the path. We don't have to do everything day one. But we start somewhere. And as you suggested, Terry, start, if, you know, if it's a habit you want to give up or something you're taking your body you know isn't right, right, get practical, make the prayers, use the decrees to be cut free of it, and then make a statement of your free will. I don't want this in my world anymore. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do this for God and for my own soul. And, you know, when you're, when you're riding the track of the will of God, and if you, if you really say, I want to do the will of God, you can cold turkey some of these things. <laughs> I'm telling you. I cold turkeyed uh, <laughs> nicotine, you know, smoking cigarettes. Oh. Boom. And it never came back. And that's only by the grace of God. Yeah. And, of course, you, you, if you need to use nicotine patches or whatever, that's fine, right. too. It's very practical. Right. But, but, you know, even though you can be cleared of the, you know, there's an entity. We've talked about this, the path associated with tobacco. If you just take it up again, it just comes back. So, right. you know, and, you know, the other thing is we all make mistakes. We all fall down. Just get up. You know, say, okay, God asked for forgiveness. I'm going to balance that karma, whatever I made, and I want to move forward. In other words, we keep moving, we keep striving, we keep, you know, in our sincerity to God, to confessing our sins, asking for forgiveness, invoking the violet flame, and you build a momentum. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, one of the ways we move is through decrees. 
you know, basically harnessing these high-frequency spiritual energies like the violet flame for a specific purpose. And if it's something that we're dealing with, it's a personal challenge, do decrees, violet flame, 10 minutes a day, 15 minutes a day. It doesn't take much, but you get into the practice, and when you do that, you build a momentum, and momentum feeds on itself. And pretty soon before you know it, your consciousness has expanded, your awareness has expanded, your joy is expanded, your consciousness of your divine self has expanded. There's no downside. Yeah, and you're, you find yourself just walking walking along on a sidewalk going, I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. And people are picking up on that, too. So yeah. They're doing an auric reading of you, and they're going, ah, I want some of what he has. Right. <laughs> you know, from a very practical point of view, um, we talk about the violet flame. If you have a relationship uh, uh, with someone or a work thing or school or whatever where there might be a little friction, should we say? A little tension. And it hasn't, it hasn't really resolved itself. Try invoking the violet flame to transmute whatever karma you have with this individual or they have with you. Yeah. And of course, you can't control what they do, but you know, light is the alchemical key. <clears throat> the interjection of violet flame makes a difference. It will change something. Now, again, that other person's free will. If they don't want to you know, make amends, they, they won't have to. It's, they have their free will. But it does change the whole equation. And even if they don't change... It frees you up. That's right. And what a feeling. Because if you don't get free of karma with somebody, what happens? You've got to interact with them again and again and again <laughs> and again. I mean, some people have been going around for hundreds of lifetimes, the same people, because they have never resolved their differences. And if, if, if it's, and again, saying this, I know how hard it is because we all face the same challenges. But when you get to the point of thinking as God thinks, you're really thinking in terms of grace, gratitude, forgiveness, love, whatever the situation may pre- present to you, you always have a choice. And as you think and as you feel, you're creating your reality. So if you want to change something that's happening, whether it's at work or in a relationship, whatever, think about it differently. Yeah. And you know, that, <laughs> we, we, of course, had a whole, we've had several shows on forgiveness, I think. We have, yeah. But it doesn't mean if someone has injured you, it doesn't mean what, what they did was right or anything. Uh, you know, allow God to rectify that. You're not that. condoning the act. Yeah. You're forgiving yeah. the person. You love the soul, not the act right, that this right. person did. And so, you know, again, this is a work of mastery. But all these things come together, you know, as you're striving on the path. And, you know, it's kind of exciting, you know, to, to make progress. And, you know, we, it's hard to look at ourselves and say, well, am I different than I was a year ago, you know? Um, and, and, <laughs> you know, in some ways I am, I know. But, uh, well, you're different. Well, you're older. But, uh, you know, <laughs> if you are work on this on a daily basis, you are going to be a different person years from now. I remember Mark Prophet said once, you know, if you could see yourself back in the Middle Ages, you know, you'd be aghast at your <laughs> vibration in those days. He said 100 years from now, you wouldn't want to shake the hand of who you are now in terms of the human consciousness, so to speak. So we do make progress. We do grow. We will continue to get challenges because this is the path. I mean, if you're going to follow Jesus, you've got to follow him all the way. Yep. And, but God gives us the tools to do this. But there's a purpose. There's a reason. There's a meaning for our lives. There's a path to be walked. We can make a difference not only in the lives of ourselves and our family, but of light bearers on the other side of this planet. You know, what a calling. What a mission. You know, forget, you know, Sunday night football. We've got something else to work on, <laughs> you know. And so, uh, anyway, I, I just, it is so exciting to have purpose and meaning in our lives and know we can make a difference and it's, you know, not an easy path. It wasn't easy for Jesus either. But we have the tools and the light and the love that we can walk it if we choose to. And I think that's really the bottom line. We have the tools that we need. We have the wherewithal to take this action. It's up to us to make the choice to get off that inertial 
plat- platform and move. And that's what they say, you know, the, the, the journey begins with a step. I mean, that's all it takes. Well begun is half done is one of the Chinese proverbs I remember. Uh-huh. You know, it's just, it's getting moving. It's, it's taking that first step, which is maybe the most difficult of all. And, and God meets you where you're at. Yeah. You know, don't condemn yourself. We've all made lots of mistakes, if not in this lifetime <laughs> and other ones. So God knows that. But if we can forgive ourselves and say, God, yes, I have made mistakes, but I want to right these wrongs. I want to come home and take that next step. God's going to say, great, this is the next little step I need you to take. Yeah. And then we take the next one, the next one, the next one. But we have to take those steps because it doesn't happen automatically. And, you know, I'll, and I'll tell you, if you want to learn to be merciful, we got a Christmas card yesterday with this absolutely beautiful picture of Kuan Yin. And it was taken at the Nelson uh, Rockefeller Art Gallery in uh, Kansas City. Uh-huh. And I'm telling you, that is the face of mercy. It's, it's uh, get a picture of Kuan Yin, especially of her face, you mm-hmm. know, and carry it with you. And say to yourself, I want to become more merciful. I want to become more forgiving. And, and it'll happen. And you begin with yourself. You begin with yourself. Have mercy on yourself and mm-hmm. on your soul. And that is the essence of thinking God's thoughts. I mean, that's the essence of thinking as God thinks. And if anybody feels that, no, that's too hard to imagine, what, what's God thinking? Well, anything that is good, he's probably thinking it. <laughs> anything that is graceful and kind, he's probably yeah. thinking that. Yeah. You know, and you know when you're not thinking a godly thought because you, you can feel it. Oh, that's critical. That's condemnation. That's you know, lack of self-worth. Whatever the case may be, you know the difference. Between the human mind and God's mind, it's not that far from you because it's in you. Yeah. And the more you, you know, what would Jesus do? You know, yeah. traditional Christian uh, concept. The more you put on your Christhood by acting like the Christ, you magnetize the light of the Christ. The inner Christ teaches you how to act. And again, we come back to that word momentum, which we talked about. Yeah. And so as we build a momentum of light, you know, God's got many mansions, and Many exciting things for us if we're willing to take that first indeed. step. Indeed, and whether you may like it or not, it's going to be noticed. <laughs> when you take on that mantle, people do tune in. I mean, whether they're tuning in from the soul level, the heart level, whatever, they are tuning into that, and it, you're helping the planet. And you'll get your little tests, you know, you really will. And yeah. it's, we've talked about that, obviously, but it's kind of fun, especially when you pass them. <laughs> indeed. Well, on that note, <laughs> let's take a break and pass this test. <laughs> we'll be back in a couple of minutes. Please stay with us. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Right now, all over the world, Warriors of Light are working tirelessly to defend your soul's opportunity to achieve oneness with God. These spiritual warriors are keepers of the flame, and though few, the power they wield is greater than all of the weapons made by man. Founded by St. Germain in 1961, Keepers of the Flame is a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of ancient spiritual orders. When you join, you'll receive a series of lessons that will introduce you to a vast and dynamic spiritual world. See for yourself. Access Lesson 1 right now, completely free. No login required. Simply go to tsl.org slash keepers, and in seconds you could be exploring a whole new world of practical Ascended Master teachings. Lessons are printed or available online for any time, anywhere access, and anyone can join. Discover your real self and explore your full spiritual potential 
Become a keeper of the flame today and awaken to the light within. Please visit tsl.org slash keepers and prepare to accelerate. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And welcome back. This is The Open Door. I am Tom. He is Terry, and he is Sid. We're happy to be here with you today. We're talking about various different things having to do with the Ascended Master teachings. We've covered a little acronym, ACT, which is Awaken, Connect, and think like God. And now we're going to move into an area where it's about our practice. We've, we've talked about this many times, but we want to just kind of give you again an overview of the structure, a simple structure of a decree, so you know what it entails, how to do it, so that whenever you have that need, you can do it in a moment's notice, wherever you happen to be. And before we go there, <laughs> for the last three weeks, I've been meaning to answer this listener's question about blessing food, and I get carried away, and I just forgot, so I want to say thank you for that question, and we're going to just cover in 30 seconds how you bless whatever it is you consume, whether it's liquid or solid food. you want to take that, Terry? Well, I'll start with the water. Uh, there is a, there's an alpha vibration to your right hand, and there's an omega vibration to your left hand, mm-hmm. and if you will place uh, the, the, the vessel uh, in your in your left hand and put your right hand over it mm-hmm. and make your invocation mm-hmm. for it to be blessed. I don't know how. What what would you say, uh, Tom? For instance, as an invocation, I, I would probably say in the name of the Christ or in the name of my Holy Christ Self, or I am Presence. I bless this this liquid. Right. I I purify it to the degree that it can do only good in my body. Whatever the prayer changes every time I do it. Uh-huh. Usually, I just say. Fill this food or fill this this God. liquid of violet flame. Yeah, and, you know? and and you can you can put love into it, and actually um, scientifically you can you can read the love in the vibration of the water. Actually, it changes. You can change the structure. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's water. Uh, how about food? Well, I, I think one thing you know you see people putting their hands over food and praying, and there's actually a basis on that because we have secret ray chakras in the palms of our hands, and so as we put our hands over it and call forth the light to be released. Light will come forth from our hands mm-hmm. and go into the food. And, of course, what do you want to ingest? You want to ingest something that has the highest possible vibration, whatever type of food it is. And light will purify and cleanse and change the vibration of that food. And, of course, you're also thanking God for it. You know, 
I mean, we need that food, right? right? And so we send our gratitude to God for providing for our daily needs. And so it's a practice, again, an understanding. And, of course, if you're in a public restaurant, you know, we don't hold up glass with two waters and make a, <laughs> a loud invocation. But you do it in your heart, you, you know, and it, you, it becomes who you are And in terms of injecting light into every single thing you do. Your yeah, reaction, thought, word, and deed. That's yeah. right. Well, we have a practice when we do that. When we're out in public, we just kind of put our hands right near the food. Don't, don't make an ostentatious display. Just say, beloved Heavenly Father, charge this food with a violet flame. Amen. And purify it from yeah. any negative vibrations. Yeah. Because when people handle your food, they put their vibration into it. Yep. And so it doesn't mean they're bad people, but it just means you want it totally pure. You want to cancel and out I, anything. And I usually keep my eyes open because if you close your eyes, the, waitr- the waitress is liable to come by and wonder what you're doing and you won't see her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, it, it's an easy thing to do. Just yeah. put your hands up. It's a quick blessing, and, 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 it cha- and thoughts are things, and so your thoughts actually change the vibration. Oh, yeah. There's a ripple effect for sure. Yeah. Well, on that note then, nice little segue into what is a decree? This is covered very briefly. There are different parts of the decree. There's the opening, the, it's in, like the invocation. Well, like we just said with the food, yeah. you know, beloved Heavenly Father. Yeah. That's an invocation. Right. You know, beloved I am Presence. You start with that. Can be very very simple, even as simple as we said before. In, in dur- under duress, Archangel Michael, help me, help me, help me. That's a decree. Right. Um, but what we want to give you as a tool is that you can make this invocation simple or as complex as you wish. You can name as much of you want of what's ever going on in your life. Then you make the decree itself, which is you know this rhythmic dynamic prayer, which is done out loud normally. And then at the end of the decree, you seal it. You close it. You seal the energy. You seal the vibration so that it is complete, and then that is, you give it to God. So those are the three parts. Yeah. Yes, the invocation, the body, and the sealing. And the sealing, okay. And, and we're doing this in the name of God. In other words, I can make positive statements every day with my human consciousness and, you know, maybe self-hypnosis, but it doesn't do anything, you know. <laughs> and so we invoke God. It's in the name of God that we call forth this light. It's God's light. Let's, let's understand that. And we are asking God to put it to a specific purpose or use in our worlds or on this planet. And, of course, the violet flame, you know, we have personal karma. The planet has karma, too, that's coming due. And so you can help to transmute that planetary karma so it doesn't manifest as cataclysm or plague or economic collapse or war. And, and it does change things. And that's why you're calling forth this light. And you acknowledge that God is doing it. And then you accept it as a, as a reality, as a fact. I accept this done in full power, mm-hmm. you know, all accordance to your will. So, um, you know, think of us as, as being the conduits, if we choose to be, of light from the heavenly realms. You know, there's a lot of darkness around this planet through misqualified energy, through effluvia, even physical pollution. And we've got to draw down that light. We've got to get it to our level because we need it. And if we don't draw it down, it's not going to happen because of free will. Yeah, and as powerful as decrees are when given by ourselves, singularly, when we're in a group, they're magnified exponentially. Yeah. And it's always good, if you can, to pray with your friends. <laughs> so if there's two of you, it's the power of four. And if the three of us were to pray, it's the power of nine. Yeah. It's the multiplication right there. And then you have the dispensations on top of that. So that's why a relative you know, handful of people on this planet can counteract the darkness of tens of millions. Because it's the light of God working through us uh, that can roll back that darkness. So don't ever think you can't make a difference. You know, oh, no. One person can make a tremendous difference when they understand the calling forth of God's light and love done in humility and love and all according to his will. i got to tell you, things will happen. Indeed. You know, if you listen to our promos in between the breaks, 
um, we talk about the keepers of the flame as uh, these are spiritual warriors. These are people who are holding the balance for the rest of the planet. And as Sid said, it doesn't take very many to do it. You know, in fact, we have, we, we know, as you, we said a moment ago, not a moment, a few minutes ago, that one person decreeing with, with focus can hold the balance for a million souls. God in them. Yeah, can. And, and if anybody's interested in the Keepers of the Flame lessons, don't they get the first one free electronically? The online lessons, yeah. If, yeah. You, yeah, if you just look for the, um, I don't have the link in front of me now, but if you go to tsl.org and look up Keepers of the Flame, I think you'll find that um, um, offer, offer. I think it's for the first lesson is free. Yeah, yeah, and it's really neat. It's got all kinds of, oh, it's not just like the, the old printed page. It's It's all electronic and... Got links and links well, and, and, and videos. And, and, well, here's the reality: everybody out here who's listening to us right now is not here by accident. You are seekers. You are light bearers. Right. Everybody's a keeper of the flame, whether they're official or not. <laughs> you know, and in in this case, we have an official pathway for keepers of the flame, which is 33 lessons. They're very complete. They formulate the the spiritual path as the ascended masters have dictated it. And you can follow this path, and it it, it opens the doors to an enormous opportunity spiritually. It was, it was a fraternity uh, created by Saint Germain. Yes, light bearers of the world unite in the name of Saint Germain, and you, and you receive a sponsorship from Saint Germain, from the ascended master, when you when you partake of this, which is not a small thing in your spiritual world. And and so you know we need knowledge. It's because we have to have knowledge to to practice those things we know make a difference. And that's why, you know, uh, people do learn, work to gain mastery. Jesus worked to gain mastery. He went his entire youth. He was in India and other places gaining mastery or in Egypt. You know, it just didn't happen. He had to work at it. He had to strive. He had to be the knowledge. So just just believing, you know, is wonderful. But as it says in the Bible, the devils even believe and tremble. You know, I mean, they believe in God too, but that doesn't help them, you know. <laughs> so so you got you to gotta really put things to work and practice these things. Try them for yourself. Don't take our word for them. Try them for yourself because it's a tremendous power. And if we're willing to bend the knee before God and his light in humility and love, he can use us to a greater extent than we can ever imagine. You know, and if you want to get a copy of the decree book, it's a rather large, voluminous document. But if you'd like to have one, and we've had listeners write into us asking for it, I'll send you a link. You can get a free download. That's what a wonderful gift. And it explains decrees. It gives you all kinds of decrees on different uh, rays. The, the blue ray of the throat chakra, the violet flame, of course, we always talk about that. The, the pink flame of the heart, the, the illumination flame in the, in the crown chakra. I mean, you know, on and on. Yeah. You know, I think, though, Tom, it's important for someone that's new to this path or these teachings, start out, you know, with something. You know, you can't do everything at once. So find it. We have a great decrees called the Heart, Head, and Hand Decrees yep. in the decree books. And, you know, they're very simple. They're very easy to memorize. But start somewhere. Don't try and do everything at once. But start with something each day and see where it takes you. And I, and I would couple that with study. You know, God says, study to show, your, show yourself approved of God. In other words, things that I thought mentally or intellectually were a certain way, mm-hmm turned out to be quite wrong <laughs> in many cases. Yeah. But once I received the illumination, I said, it was like, aha, you know, that makes total sense. And so we do need to study. We do need to practice. We need to, to engage the word on a daily basis, both in giving our decrees and our prayers and also in the study of it. You know, you mentioned the heart, head, and hand decrees. That's a wonderful compilation of nine little decrees. They're very easy to do. You do them all at, all, all at once. You can do them one at a time. Maybe we'll find a way to send you something. If, if anybody listening out there would like to get a copy of that, I'll see if I can make that happen. That'd be great. And if take, not, I'll type them out myself and send them to it you. It takes five minutes to get yeah. it. 
and yet they cover all the major points on the path. Indeed. Yeah. Well, and they're wonderful. They're absolutely wonderful. Well, anything before we go to break that we want to conclude as far as decrees, the mechanism, the practice, anything? Well, did we talk about how to talk with God? That's not, that's for next segment. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Terry, you're just too that's eager. That's a teaser. <laughs> how well, to talk with God. Well, well, you know, it's good. interesting. You were mentioning to us uh, in, in one of the breaks, Tom, <laughs> that one of our most popular shows of all time is God is Your Friend. Yeah, indeed. It's one Thank of the... And we're going to, isn't that interesting? And we're going to talk about our messengers, our beloved messengers, Mark and Elizabeth. And, yes, we and, will. And we'll have nice things to say. We got a lot to do yet, so we better get to this break. <laughs> All right, please stay with us, everyone. We'll be back in a couple minutes. The Voice America Seventh Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the masters of light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And welcome back, everyone. Thanks for staying with us. This is our final segment on today's show, The Open Door. And it's a couple of days before Christmas. So Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. And last week, of course, was the beginning of Hanukkah. So Happy Hanukkah, everyone, um, to whom that applies. <laughs> <laughs> so Terry kind of teased our last segment subject a little bit, which is perfectly fine. I see. How do you talk with God? We talk a lot about decrees, and this is definitely a dialogue that we have between ourselves and our, our, our Christ self and our higher presence. But you can also talk to the masters, you can talk to God, you can talk to the angels, you can talk to Mother Mary, whenever you want to, and it's not presumptuous to do that. We can have a chat with God as we're driving to the store, as we're walking the dog. I mean, it doesn't really matter where it is, but we have this opportunity because we have this, this I am presence within us, we have this divinity, and our divinity can relate on this figure eight flow mm-hmm. with the divinity of our guru. Uh, we'll talk about the messengers in a moment. Um, anyway, I just wanted to bring that up because I think that one of the things that makes life really enjoyable and fun is when we have the opportunity to have those little heart-to-heart talks. Well, you know, Mother Mary, in one of her dictations, she said, invite me to tea. Yeah. And so we have, we have a little teacup. I, I think I mentioned it on you a did, previous yeah. show. It's a little debitus size, you know. She might want more than that. <laughs> but we have that. Mm-hmm. And we have we have water, purified water in it, and it's, every time I look at it in the kitchen, 
I think of Mother Mary being with us, but she said, invite me to tea. Sit, I'll sit down and, 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 and let's talk over the things that are going on in your life. Well, you know, one of the points is that we're never alone. Yeah. We may feel alone in, the, in a physical sense, but we're not alone because these masters and angels, they're, they're always with us. I know. And we simply have to engage. The only thing that will drive them away is if we choose, you know, to drive them away, so to speak. They respect <laughs> our free will, and if we don't want them around, they certainly won't be there. But if we invoke their presence, and obviously you come with a certain level of respect mm-hmm. oh, yes. and um, devotion, mm-hmm. um, but you can be very practical in talking. You know, this is what I'm feeling, you know. I know it's I shouldn't be feeling this, but i got to be honest, this is what I'm feeling. You know, help me with it. Yeah. You know, help me with this problem. You know, I can't seem to forgive that person. Jesus, you, you told me I needed to forgive. Can you help me with this? Can you help me take that step on forgiveness? And, you know, this is where, you know, reading and, and, and learning things, because there's been teachings on every issue you can imagine come forth from the Ascended Masters. And so that will help us to understand things, even as, as you suggest, Tom, just sitting down and talking and, and, and send your love and your gratitude and, and where do I go from here, God? What do I do? Help me. Show me the way. Exactly. Uh, um, you know, it's not difficult. You know, yeah, we've sinned, but we're not sinners by nature. And God will meet us where we're at. And that's to me, is pretty exciting news. Well, and one of the great tests of this is that when you do engage the masters of the angels in this way, you do get answers. I mean, you say, you know, Lord, help me with this. I can't figure this out. And the next thing you know, there's a little thread running through your thoughts This. Maybe the answer. At least that's the pathway to the answer. And you have to be open to the answer because you might think, well, that's not the one you want. That's not the one I wanted. (laughs) And you know, uh, the masters and the angels have a a postal system too. (laughs) Oh, they do? Yeah. You can write a letter. And out here in Montana, uh, many of us have wood stoves. And you can write a letter, fold it up, and address it to whomever, St. Germain, Mother Mary, Jesus. And you can put it into the flame, and uh, it is taken by the fiery salamanders and delivered to exactly who yeah, you yes, wrote it to. Yeah, there are angels that do that. They will take, ask the recording angels to take it and deliver it to the person you address it to. And, and they get it. Boom. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Even you have our, mail. Even if our penmanship is terrible. St. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Germain, you have mail. You know who loves mail is Linello. Oh, I know. I know. I write to him a lot. <laughs> oh, yes. And he, of course, is one of our messengers. Yeah. We had mentioned in the, coming into the last break that we were going to talk a bit about who our messengers are. You know, what, what is a messenger? We have two, of course, that we are connected to. Mark L. Prophet, known now in his ascended state as Lanello, and also Elizabeth Clare Prophet, yeah. who is Guru Ma. <clears throat> and, and, you know, this is the concept of having messengers. I mean, this is obviously different for people. And, you know, do you... You, you know, are, you know your gurus. I mean, do you worship them? I mean, what's what's going on here? You know, and <laughs> yeah. so understand. It. And I think the first thing you want to we understand is the office of messenger is an office, like the president of the United States is exactly an office. Exactly right. And you know, there aren't always messengers in embodiment, but but there have been. There was Guy and Edna Ballard for the I Am movement were messengers mm-hmm. of Saint Germain. Elizabeth Clare Prophet and Mark L. Prophet have been messengers. There's not always messengers. Of course, there's people they say they're messengers and really aren't. Quite obviously. a few of those, yeah. But, you know, what's the equation here? When I first came to the teachings, I didn't know quite how to relate to them, you know? Do I, do I treat them like Jesus? Do I treat them like the person next door? I mean, and, and I think what you understand here, there's a mantle upon people. This is, there's a, you know, a mantle of the President of the United States, the mantle of the Pope or whatever. And so they're in, they're in an office, but they're still individuals. They're still seekers on the path, like each one of us. Are. And, you know, they came into embodiment with less than 50% of their karma balanced. But, so 
Well, I came into Biden with less than 50% of my karma balance, too. So how are we different? <laughs> Apparently, we all did. <laughs> I wouldn't be here, right? But the difference is you can still have a lot of karma, and yet you have attainment based on previous lifetimes. And both of them had tremendous attainment. How else could they be the pure channels from the Ascended Masters? Mark Prophet was a master of invocation in temples on Atlantis. Okay? Mm. This is not something new for him. You know, it goes way, way back. He was embodied as Mark. Uh, writer of one of the four Gospels. So, you know, Elizabeth Carpoffit was embodied as Catherine of Siena. She had the dialogues that she had with Jesus. So they've been preparing for this office and this role for, for lifetimes and tens and thousands of years. So it's not new. You know, and they had lifetimes where they made karma. They made mistakes, just like Jesus made mistakes in some embodiment. So what you have here is two individuals that are on the spiritual path, just like each one of us, but they have a certain level of attainment that allows them to be instruments of God and the pure stream of consciousness from the ascended realm. There's a lot of psychic activity out there that may be well-intentioned, but it's not pure. And so the messengers that are anointed by the Great White Brotherhood, by St. Germain, then become clear channels, and that's the difference. So, you know, they both made mistakes. They both had karma. They both, you know, were striving with their really certainly Mrs. Prophet was with her personal psychology based on her childhood, just like us, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so, but she had so embodied her devotion to the will of God and so committed herself um, that she was able to become that Christ and manifest the Christ consciousness while yet in physical embodiment. You know, one of the prayers most of us make daily is for discernment. And when you hear the messengers, in this case, Elizabeth Clare Prophet or Mark Prophet, speaking or, or basically bringing through to us dictations from the masters, there's a, you know the truth of it. I mean, it, it's... It rings true. It rings true, and we always have free will. We can take it or leave it, and anybody can. We are not mesmerized by these people. We're not, you know... We don't worship them? Yeah, I mean, they, like you said, these are people in hierarchy just like us. They're challenged in many ways just like us, and they are working on perfecting their soul's immortality just like we are, assuming we're all choosing to do that. And we keep moving higher as we acquire more light and more of the truth. And that's what they came to give us. And they are now ascended masters. Mrs. Prophet, St. Germain announced a number of years, many, many years ago, that she had balanced 100% of her karma. So, um, you know, that's our goal, too. Mm-hmm. And it, it's possible. We can do that. You know, I remember uh, I, 1979, I attended Summit University. In that time, it was a three-month course. And I remember Mrs. Prophet came to one of the sessions. She was teaching us that particular day. At the end, she says, she kind of looked at us. She said, you know, you really think that this is from me, don't you? You know, and you do, because you see a person, you know, this is, this is yes. teaching she's giving us, but obviously the master was giving her the teaching that she was conveying. And so she was the, she was the servant of the ascended masters, I mean, 24 hours a day. And, and she allowed herself to be that, that focus and that conduit for this great light to come forth. And so we honor that, and, and yet we honor it by walking the path that we're taught. That's the greatest honor we can give to our messengers or to Jesus or anyone else, to walk in their footsteps and to do the things that they know, uh, if we do them, will become like them. Without idolatry. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, a lot of people, uh, a lot of people have, have thought, oh, gosh, I wish I, I wish I had met Mark. I wish I had met Mother. It's not important that you didn't in this life because uh, you've known them in past lives. If you're a seeker and, and you're on this path, you've known them many, many times. And, and they can help us because, you know what? 
they aren't that far removed from planet Earth. They no. know how tough it is down here and what it's like to be in a physical embodiment. I'm not saying the other masters don't, but they're so <laughs> recently here, and, and they know us. They know us intimately. I mean, Mark, uh, Mrs. Prophet told us that Mark Prophet, after he ascended, will go around and visit keepers of the flame in their houses, check in, see how they're doing. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Well, and, and that goes back to what we were talking about a moment ago. You can have a chat with Lanello. Or with, or with Elizabeth Clare Prophet. You know what? Yeah. We're, we're all part of the mandala of God. And we're a, we have a moving momentum towards the light. We've been together many, many times in many embodiments. We face the challenges of the fallen angels and our own human consciousness. But we, it is a stream that is moving Godward, Godward. And some have gone before us and some will come after us. And so we choose this day whom we will serve. And it's the living God we recognize God as the doer within us. I of myself can do nothing, but I will make myself an instrument of God within me, of my holy Christ self. I will acknowledge my soul, love my soul, the individuality of my soul, but I'm going to put on that Christhood because this is the path that Jesus wants me to walk. And by God's grace and humility and love, I am going to walk it. Wow. <laughs> Talk about uh, putting a, a... That's the stamp... The stamp of That's approval the, on the this. cosmic imprimatur. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a really fun show. It's been great. Yeah, and I think it's unfortunate that once again we've just burned an hour, but it just yeah. happens. Yeah. Um, I, I want to thank you know you guys. It's the end of this particular year, and uh, I am so grateful for having well, you know partners here in this side of the of the mic, and for all of you out there. Truly, sincerely, we are so grateful that you are taking the time to tune in. This is for your own souls, of course, not just for our benefit. Mm-hmm. But I think that, you know, something that needs to be acknowledged. There are no accidents. You're there on, on, on a cosmic purpose. And we pray that your enlightenment, your enfoldment, your awakening increase and accelerate. You know, I love the old hymn, the Christian hymn, when the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. Yeah. You know, I don't want to miss that roll call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we Good want none you. of you to miss that roll call. Good for so you. anyway, so I think we probably should wrap things up. Terry, you want to make a comment about how people can get a hold of us? Well, they can, uh, they can contact us at webradio at tsl.org, mm-hmm. webradio at tsl.org, and we'll, uh, we'll respond. And if you ask for that uh, hard head and hand decrees, I'll make sure you get a copy. And a chart of the presence. One way or the other. I can do that, too. Oh, good for <laughs> <Okay>. you, <Tom. laughs> And in the meantime, as we like to say, though the upward path may be difficult, the rewards are out, out of, of this, this world. world. God bless you, everyone. Until then, bye-bye. Thank you again for joining us this week. Remember, tell your friends and family that they can listen to us live each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and Noon Mountain on Voice America's 7th Wave Channel. For more information about The Open Door and The Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website, www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.